0: This is the Activate Podcast with Pastor Christian Newsom. In this week's podcast, I would uh, I would love to have more scripture to memory. You know, it's just certain verses that you pull on in different situations, and those are the ones that come up. And I heard someone uh, say that passage, my, that word, have I hidden in my heart, and they were talking about David, and they said, your heart is like a sponge. And when you go through pressure or anything, and it squeezes, whatever is in the sponge, and you squeeze it, that's the only thing that can come out something that you haven't soaked up can't come out.
1: Welcome to this very special edition of the Activate Podcast, a ministry of Journey Church International. My name is Brandon, and joining me today are two incredible women. First, Danielle Newsom, the wife of Pastor Christian Newsom and director of our women ministry, as well as our worship ministry here at JCI, and Dr. Tara Jenkins. Dr. Tara is a gifted and creative communicator of God's Word, She's a graduate of Clark Atlanta University with a Bachelor of Arts in Communications at Moody Bible Institute and with a Master's of Arts in Biblical Studies um, from Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. Did I get that right, Dr. Tara?
0: Um. Yeah. Kind
1: of close. (laughs) Help me out. Help me out. What's What's your background? The master.
0: uh, My master's is from Moody Bible Institute in Chicago, and then I continued and went to Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, and got a doctorate in education and leadership.
1: Wow. Wow. Well, you have an incredible passion to see women, wives, and girls empowered, and at your local church, you serve as the director of women's ministry as well. Additionally, you are the founder of MinistryMates.org, an organization which equips senior pastors' wives for ministry. Uh, Danielle and Tara, uh, welcome to the Activate podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to record this podcast. Our goal for this um, Activate podcast is to extend our Sunday message into a weekly conversation, to take what we learn on Sunday and apply it into our lives, simply to activate our faith. So um, before we jump into um, your message from this past Sunday, Dr. Tara, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, tell us a little bit about your family and what inspired you to go into ministry?
0: I am a small town girl. I grew up in Jackson, Tennessee. At that time, it was probably 100,000 people. And I grew up as an only child, just my mom and I. My mom is an amazing woman of God who filed for divorce seven months pregnant with me. And so uh, she is determined. She's an educator and she is an amazing woman and a great influence. And so I would say probably the greatest influence in my ministry, was just seeing her and echoing and um, being a reflection of the faith that she fueled and, and infused in me and my upbringing.
1: Tell us about your family now, your husband, what what is going on in your life.
0: I am married to Pastor Charles Jenkins. He is lead pastor at Fellowship Chicago. It's been an amazing, wild ride the last twenty years. We celebrated twenty years of marriage Valentine's Day this year, and. In addition to him being a lead pastor, he's also a national recording artist. Mm-hmm. And so music kind of leads and guides our schedule these days. We co-founded a record label called Inspired People. Mm-hmm. And we have three amazing kids, two teenage girls. Mm-hmm. Anybody praying for oh, me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a nine-year-old boy. And so everybody kind of needs their own chauffeur these days. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, Danielle, we are two days removed from an inc- incredible women's ministry event, Ladies' Night. We called it the Stronger—what uh, was the t- actual title of Stronger. it? Stronger. Stronger. Like a little play on words gotta, there. There you yeah. go. Um, I, I struggle to say that. <laughs> Tell us— Originally, what inspired you to host an event like this? This is our second one, correct?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's our second Ladies Night we've ever done. And the purpose behind it, we have four E's that we talk about at our church. And the first is that we want people to experience worship. And so obviously we want to gather the ladies together so they can experience being in God's presence, worshiping together, learning. Um, But we also want them to engage in some relationships. And one thing we're finding at our church, and I'm sure Tara can attest to this at her church because it's also great growing quick is a lot of times in a growing church, it's kind of like we hurry in, we hurry out. There's not enough parking spaces. There's not enough seats. So a time for our ladies to just get to hang out together and to really connect and build relationships. But my heart behind the theme for strong her is I know so many ladies in our church. I know single moms in our church that they're struggling with their kids. I know moms of young children that are so busy. They're just falling into bed, exhausted every night. I know single girls that are trying to walk out, what their purpose is. Do, do that? I have a place in the church um, as a single person. I just know women dealing with so many different things in their life. Um, women dealing with being busy moms, being working moms, trying to fit it all together, trying to keep it all straight. And my heart behind it was really, man, if our ladies are going to be stronger as women, We've got to get like our priorities right, and sometimes the first thing to go on our priority list is our relationship with God. So just a time for ladies to reconnect that thought, which Char did a great job just talking about that. Man, how can I do more than just sit in his service? How can I surround myself with scriptures? And I really hope those themes will stay with us and encourage us through the next season that we walk into as ladies.
1: All right, it was a great night. Appreciate your leadership in that, Danielle. Well, Dr. Tara, you opened up your message with Thriller, the... The music video. The I was,
0: I was waiting Christian. for you to dance. I didn't see you I was doing waiting moves, on you to dance. So I was waiting for you. <laughs> we, um, must, we must do it again I, so that we can do the thriller things yes, all together. Yeah, Absolutely. This one just
1: broke the ice. That's all it was. <laughs> and you were able to convince Pastor Christian to wear a white glittery glove.
0: <laughs> Please post that picture all oh, over social yes. media. Yes. Yes.
1: Repost. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you've not watched this message, <laughs> mm-hmm. it is worth it to watch till the very end. Just so pat- for that. Just for that. Yep. I bet you have not seen a white glove on your husband. Never. No, no. Nothing no. was sequin <laughs> has ever
2: been on that man's body. I can promise you
1: that. We're keeping that one in the podcast. <laughs> well, Dr. Tara, just seriously, for just a moment, I loved your perspective on the story of Jesus raising Lazarus back to life. Uh, great, great message. Your first point of your message was so good. When it comes to Jesus, his delays are deliberate. You've stated that often we complain um, that Jesus is not writing our story the way we would have written, written it for ourselves. Why is it so easy for us to forget that the story of our lives, the good, the bad, and the ugly, is really not about us? And and our timelines, and our expectations. Why is it so easy to forget about that?
0: You know, so often we are surrounded by people who are just guided by pleasure principle. Like, we all want instant gratification, and we want to be happy, and... Everything, especially on social media, uh, can pretend, can make it look like everybody has this uh, blemish-free life. But I say, what is your life like without the filters, you know? And so when you peel the filters back, you see waiting room experiences. You see times where you have to learn lessons in the waiting room. And every miracle is not an instant, I dream a genie blink. Sometimes the miracle comes through a process, and whether we like it or not, and whether we want a microwave blessing, sometimes the blessing is a crockpot blessing. <laughs> That's
1: good. Well, Danielle, what uh, kind of along that same line, Danielle? Um, tell us a little bit from your perspective in ministry, what, what you have seen when you've you've talked with women and, and couples. Um, why it's why it's so easy just to get focused on ourselves? what what is what have been some of those things that you've seen in ministry?
2: I think honestly, probably the way we're raising our kids today, even, you know, we're the generation that wants everything for our kids. And really, we're teaching them from a young age that, Hey, if you play something, you get a trophy and your life should be nice and happy. And we don't have a great theology of suffering anymore or of hardship. And God never told us that our life would be free of hardships. He just promised that he would be there for us in our hardships. So I think as Christians, I think we got to refocus a little bit. No person that you look at in the Bible from the very beginning, right? Um, look at Abraham, look at David, look at the disciples, Look at Jesus' life. No person had a life free of suffering, and yet we desire that. But Tara is so right because we take all of the richness out of our faith when we take out the hard times. Um, I know for me, I many people probably wouldn't, probably wouldn't realize this, but maybe about 10 or 12 years ago, I developed a severe anxiety problem that would not leave me, whether I prayed about it, if I read the Word, it just did not leave me, panic attacks, all kinds of things, and at the time, I didn't understand why God was letting me go through that. But honestly, God used it in my life to bring me more dependence on Him. It's something that drove me to prayer. It's something that drove me deeper. And so, I looking back now, probably like you in your life, Tara, would never look back at some of the painful things you went. You might not want to relive it again, but you probably wouldn't take it away because it's what it, those things made you what you are spiritually, and God used them in your life.
1: Danielle, thank you for sharing that. So I've listened to you, Doctor Tara, several times now, even online. I've listened to your messages. So you good. can
0: preach it almost,
1: <laughs> almost, but it wouldn't be as good, trust oh, me. Um, you really challenged me specifically in the area of prayer, particularly in my my own prayer life. You, you've stated that we often say prayers like, "Lord, keep me from blank," mm-hmm. um, when instead we should be praying, "Lord, keep me through." blank or whatever that is. Um, even as parents, we're, we're praying, Lord, keep my son, keep my daughter from this. When we should be praying, Lord, help them through this or that. Uh, Dr. Tara, is this something you are more aware of in your prayer life? And, and secondly, if so, how did you shift the focus of your prayer off of yourself and, and more onto onto God?
0: You know, really in every area of my life, I would admit I'm a, a creature that likes to avoid. I would rather avoid conflict, confrontation. I want the path of least resistance, but realizing that is not always the perfect will of God. Mm -hmm. And that when you are going toward whatever he's asking you to go toward, it can have storms and challenges attached to it. Mm -hmm. And the word of God clearly gives us a forecast that says in this world you will have tribulation Mm -hmm. but be of good cheer and so I want to avoid that weather forecast and be like yeah I know you said we're going to have some tribulation but how can I dodge the raindrops how can I dodge the storms and we can spend more energy trying to avoid whatever the challenge is and actually going through it to get to it you Mm -hmm. know the only way through a storm is through it you could pull over and just enjoy the thunder and rain but no you have to go through it, mm-hmm. and so realizing that that avoidance is not working and it's not going to help me bear the fruit God wants me to bear.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, Danielle, just to follow up on that question for you, I know prayer is invaluable to you and your your devotion to God, your spiritual growth. Can you take a moment and just practically tell us a little bit of the pra- about your practice of prayer in your life? When do you pray? What does it look like? Um, Are you praying all the time? You know, tell us a little bit about that.
2: When you have teenagers, I don't know that you ever stop praying, honestly, (laughs) especially once they start driving. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um, Gosh, I feel like my prayer life kind of reminds me sometime of my little dog, Rudy.
1: <laughs> Once again, a Rudy
2: Rudy has to come up um, at Rudy all times. comes up he's, in the podcast Not every other time um, Rudy if you let him outside, he will just run crazy bark at everything go nuts, you know Need to go in everyone's yard, but his own and then come back And a lot of times if you have children like mine that are supposed to be taking care of the dog They're usually not taking care of the dog And so they he goes to the water bowl and the water bowl is empty some of you might even have a dog where you take a shower and suddenly your dog is there like trying to drink all the water out of the shower. I feel like Rudy in my soul when I do not connect with God. Um, Just to be totally honest, in the busyness of preparing this week for ladies night, like I didn't have my regular like time with the Lord like I really would have wanted to. And my soul feels parched. I feel thankful. I feel grateful, but I can tell I need to go back to the reservoir. And um, that's what I feel like. So I try to develop a conversation with God that's ongoing so that I'm not carrying worries all the time and I'm turning those into conversations. But I've also found in my own life that I've got to have times where I'm willing to get alone. Um, Pastor Christian preached a couple years ago about finding a green pasture in your life somewhere. If you saw that movie with Priscilla Shire, I think it was the war room. She had a closet or whatever, like finding a place in your life where you can go deeper um, and develop more intimacy, because I can pray in my car when I'm worried about something I can pray in my office when I'm struggling with something or working something out. But sometimes I just need to get alone. And literally, I'll lay sometimes on my face, just totally humbling myself before God and say, man, I, I need you. I can't do this without you. Um. You know, as a parent, as a wife, as a ministry leader. And so going back to that reservoir, a lot of times our souls are so parched because we're not going to the source. Um, just like Tara preached in her message, she talked about having the cordless phone, if any of us remember what those look like, and you put it by the base but not in the base. You're not—I mean, no one would leave their phone charger, right? When you travel, you have, like, three of those things just in case. And a lot of us are taking that charger, but we're not plugging in. And that's why our souls are so thirsty, so— that's what I've tried to do in my own life. That's powerful. And I think for creatives as well, mm-hmm.
0: um, sometimes you have to get creative with where and how you pray. Yes. You know, sometimes writing prayers out yes. is helpful. Sometimes singing prayers. Mm-hmm. Sometimes praying while some people are, like, artistic with um, painting or drawing or even doodling yeah that's true <laughs> so you know making sure that it doesn't look one way just because mm-hmm. this is what you saw on TV or this is what you saw in the Ten Commandments with Charleston Hells- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're going way back yeah
2: yeah, yeah it can look different It's so true. In fact, one of our favorite places to take people in Israel is to the uh, prayer room in Horatio Spafford's house in Jerusalem. And it's a prayer room that has literally like 12 different stations set up. And one is a journaling station where people journal their prayers and they all look a little different. And it's cool to think that God created us each differently. So it's not going to look the same in your life, that it will in mine. The key is that you're going to do it however it works for you, however you connect your heart to God, but just that you are doing it.
1: Those are both great reminders. Thank you, ladies. Um, your second point of your message this, this weekend, Dr. Tara, was Jesus wants to bring death to our doubts. I think as Christians, I, I think we struggle a little bit in our in our life from time to time from, from doubt. Um, I know I do, and I've been... A follower of Jesus for many years. What specifically fuels your doubt in your life? What triggers your doubt in your life right now?
0: You know, uh, so often I think our imaginations can run wild. Like, if God doesn't do it like this, then what? And the if then, kind of sometimes you have to play out like the end of that. And in the end of whatever you can imagine, God is still there. If you think about the three Hebrew boys, what if I stand up while everybody else is bowing and I actually get punished and I actually get into the fiery furnace? Even if the worst happens, God is still in there as a keeper in the fire through the fire, even when it's not from the fire. So realizing that even when you play out the worst imaginable doubt, God is still bigger than that.
1: I know, I know for me, my imagination can run wild. Yes, And and that's when I find myself doubting the most. How about for you, Danielle, what what triggers or fuels your doubt in your life?
2: Gosh, I think for any mom, it's probably her kids. You know, you think about your kids, you think about their future, especially as your kids start to grow up, become teenagers, and you're trying to picture them being, you know, functioning adults and, you know, what college are they going to go to? And every decision feels like it's such a big deal. Um, and mostly just worrying that they love the Lord, have a heart for God. So I think she's right. Your mind, you can let your mind go like 20 years in the future when really you just need to be trusting God with today and tomorrow. Um, and just being faithful in that moment. Cause who knows, Jesus might come back <laughs> before any of that happens. So I think just trusting God in the moment is, is such a good, that, that part of her message is so good. Just trust, you know,
1: so uh, let's even take that a little bit further. Trusting is 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 a practical thing we can do to remove that doubt to, to bring death to our doubt. What are some other practical things that you both have have used to bring death to the doubt in 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 your lives?
0: I think that scripture memory and confessing scripture or even if it's writing that It's something that we have to do, like whatever that challenge is, finding the proper verse that speaks to that and speaks life over that. So casting down the imaginations or like we talked about uh, taking thoughts captive, being able to find where is this passage and how can I commit this to just rehearsing it? The word that says meditate on this book of law day and night, meditate is not always a Indian style. Hum. <laughs> it means to rehearse over and over again. And so just the same way as we hear a song and you can't get it out of your head, yeah. we need like scriptures stuck in our head like, oh, I can't get this out of my head. Mm-hmm. And the scripture is so powerful when it, you're rehearsing it and you can't get it out of your head. It has to transform your thought process. So I
2: have a question for you, because one of my favorite things I noticed right away, the first time I heard you speak, and I've heard you several, several times now, was just the word of God just came out of you. And I just remember being so touched to that. Like, I want that to be something more in my life. So did you grow up memorizing scripture? Is that something you still do? Like, because I can tell you have the word of God, like, hidden away inside of you.
0: Oh, thank God. I would, uh, <laughs> I would love to have more scripture to memory. You know, it's just certain verses that you pull on in different situations. And those are the ones that come up. And I heard someone uh, say that passage, my, that word have I hidden in my heart. And they were talking about David. And they say your heart is like a sponge. And when you go through pressure or anything and it squeezes, whatever is in the sponge and you squeeze it, that's the only thing that can come out. Something that you haven't soaked up can't come out. So sometimes other words come out. Uh-huh. And some, yeah. It's like, that's what's in the sponge. Uh-huh. So you <laughs> have to make sure that what's in the sponge is what you want to come out. So, yeah.
1: Well, final question for today. Maybe the final question. I might throw another one in there, Doctor Tara. Your last point of your message was this: We can have dread in our own deliverance. Uh, maybe stated another way, if we aren't careful, we will often to us we will often assume there are obstacles as to why God won't or even can't deliver us out of our present circumstances. What are some common dreads or obstacles in your years of ministry of influence that we? that we have had that that may be preventing us from seeing God in our lives and do something really powerful in our lives?
0: Yeah. So I um, mentioned earlier about not being a confrontation person. And so often if there is uh, potential tension that I see with working with an individual, I will immediately go to replacement in my mind instead of restoration or, or trying to do anything to try to help the relationship. And uh, sometimes people are in our lives as assignments, mm-hmm. and they're not always easy to love or easy to work with. And so an on-the-job training I'm still going through is... <laughs> Uh, working with people that aren't the easiest to work with and trying to figure out, now, why does God have us on the same committee or the same team or the same assignment? And what is it that we're supposed to do together that under any other circumstance, I would not want to know you, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't have any of those people in my life.
2: (laughs) Just a couple, right?
0: Challenging people, challenging people. And so someone recently said to us, ministry would be so easy if it didn't involve people, you know, (laughs) but we are in the people business. Mm -hmm. And so we're all on different parts of our journey. And so that's a, that's a growing place.
1: Daniel, what have, what are some obstacles you've seen in in people's lives that have prevented them from seeing The masterwork is miracle, as Dr. Dr. Tara said today.
2: Gosh, I think we live in such an overcommitted society. People are so busy. They don't slow down. They don't take time to um, spend time, I think, sometimes just with our own thoughts because if you think about it most of what goes on in our life is in our head right like we don't have quiet time where god can speak into that we we keep we numb ourselves by how busy we keep ourselves you know we don't prioritize church we don't prioritize relationships with some of our christian friends that encourage us and then we just find ourselves doubting more and more getting more in that hole of, you know, depression and busyness. And so I think it's just so important as a family. Every so often you got to, like, have a family meeting where you just gather together and refocus. Like, hey, what's priority for us right now in this season? Um, Because, you know, a lot of times you just get in a rut, right? You just keep going, doing the same thing, but you don't even really remember why you're doing it anymore. So I've found that just redirecting and reprioritizing, you know, putting the first things first. Is important.
1: Well, ladies, thank you very much for, for doing this with us. Last question. Dr. Tara, what's your favorite Michael Jackson song of all time? Come on now.
2: P-Y-T. Uh,
0: all right. You know, sometimes you need a theme song. And yes. I mm-hmm. teach this in marriage. That's a different conversation. But you need a theme song, something that makes you feel alive. Uh-huh. Amen. And it's that song, when I put it on, mm-hmm. I cannot keep still <laughs> like when i pull up next to people on, <laughs> on the street i do not understand how they can listen to music and not move i'm just yeah. a student of that like yeah. what is wrong with you <laughs> yeah I, I know when it
2: makes you move yeah. it just makes you feel alive danielle you
1: favorite michael jackson song
2: oh my gosh i'm so on the spot right now okay i remember when the music video for black or white yeah. came out. like my that whole that family sat on oh, the table that. we all watched yeah. it together yeah, that's so one of that's always favorites. been like a classic it's good <laughs> you gotta it's love macaulay coca <laughs> <Yeah. God bless laughs> well, let's end on that
1: tonight or today ladies Awesome. Thanks again so much for doing this. Um, Dr. Tara, thank you so much for taking a little bit of your – got to catch a flight here, so I, we want to get you out of here on a good time. We'll be praying for you thank and your family. You. Thank you for spending your weekend with us here at Journey. I love Journey. There you go. Come on back. i love to. Uh, Danielle, thank you for having such a heart for women and, and, and for this church. Thank you for helping us. And we want to thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast today. We pray that our conversation has been an encouragement to you, has challenged you in some way, and we look forward to joining you next time on the Activate podcast where we challenge you to build a faith that is active.
0: Thank you for listening to Activate with Pastor Christian Newsom, a podcast of Journey Church International. If you are ever in the Kansas City area, we would love for you to join us for one of our Sunday worship experiences. You can find out more information about JCI on our website, at TakeTheJourney.cc. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing, rating, and reviewing on iTunes or Google Play. We would love for you to help us get the word out about this resource. Don't forget to share this episode with all your friends on social media. Thanks again for
2: listening, and we will catch you next time on the Activate Podcast.